Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Nazifa Rajabi arrived in Utah as a refugee from Afghanistan 20 years ago. I've gone through this experience. I know how hard it is to settle here. On an afternoon in early December, she's visiting a newly arrived Afghan family staying in a hotel in West Valley City. So we're going to ask them what they need, what can we do to help them. Rajabi is here with three neighbors she met recently in her quest to help the refugees. Tell me your name. My name is Yasser. Yasser. Yasser is nine years old, and in this family, he's the most fluent in English because he studied it in school. He's been in this hotel for 14 days with his mother, father, older sister, and baby brother. They don't have a work permit yet, and the children are not enrolled in school. Normally, refugees in Utah would be placed directly in permanent housing. But because of the sheer volume coming, the little notice before they arrive, and a shortage of affordable housing, they're living temporarily in hotels. Goodbye, kids. After an hour with the family, the volunteers make a plan to take them shopping for immediate needs, clothing and essentials for winter. Outside the hotel, Dane Smith says when he saw the images of people trying to escape Afghanistan, he prayed to be able to help. Just knowing that there's a need present makes us want to run to them. I'm Andrea Smartin, KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.